This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times afternoon briefing on Thursday the 20th of May. A campaign group accused the government of rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic with its reforms of the railways. Wide-scale changes have been announced, which will involve the creation of a state-owned body called Great British Railways to set prices and timetables and manage contracts with the companies that run services. We Own It, which pushes for renationalisation, says there'll be no meaningful difference. Passenger group Transport Focus has also issued a warning. Its chief executive, Anthony Smith, telling us Great British Railways mustn't become blind to the public's needs. Waiting at the platform this morning, I wanted the train to be on time. I wanted it to be clean. I wanted it to be value for money and a decent chance of getting a seat and a bit of space around me. That's what passengers want day to day. That's what they want to see improved. That's how they will ultimately judge the success or otherwise of these reforms. Speaking to Times Radio Breakfast, the Transport Secretary, Grant Shapps, said the changes will work. What we're doing here is is really picking up best of both worlds. We'll still have private companies running services, just as in London, private bus companies or London Overground or Docklands are run by private companies. But it's all branded, the ticketing, the network, the timetabling's all under a single organisation. In London, that's Transport for London. In the rest of the country now, that will be Great British Railways. Flexible season tickets are to be introduced as part of the reforms, allowing people to travel on any eight days within a 28-day period. A French appeal court ruled that thousands of victims of defective breast implants should receive compensation. The case was brought by 2,700 women, 540 of whom are British. They said they'd suffered long-term physical and mental health problems after receiving the implants, which were manufactured by a French firm and certified as safe by the German company TUV Rhineland. The results could have far-reaching implications for other victims. Arlene Foster has said Article 16 of the Northern Ireland Protocol may well be invoked as she went into a meeting with Boris Johnson for the final time as First Minister. Invoking it would enable Northern Ireland to suspend customs checks at its border with Great Britain if the checks are found to be causing significant economic, societal or environmental difficulties. And EasyJet has reported half-year losses of £645 million but expects an improvement from June. It says the loss to the end of March is in line with expectations as it continues to run 15% of flights compared to 2019. The company adds that that should increase next month with flights to greenlist countries being booked by frustrated travellers desperate for a holiday. There's more on these stories throughout the day on Times Radio. This podcast was brought to you thanks to the support of readers of The Times and The Sunday Times. Subscribe today and get one month free at thetimes.co.uk forward slash Times News Briefing.